Hey, River Wolves fans, visit autoselectonline.com to schedule your next service appointment today. Autoselect, you're good to go. fans and welcome inside the den for the 10th time can't believe that uh, we are on episode 10 already of this uh, wonderful inside the den podcast appreciate anybody who has uh, listened along the way uh, shared our podcast on your social medias uh, liked or reviewed them on the uh, now different many platforms you can hear us on including uh, apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and many, many more. Uh, we do this podcast uh, mostly for the listeners. Uh, obviously, it's for the listeners. We want you to be able to get to know these Riverwolves players a lot better. Uh, get to know uh, what's going on in the organization, uh, what we do involving uh, the community, and uh, the things above and beyond a hockey game that we can offer to you. So uh, once again, thanks for being with us here through 10 episodes of Inside the Den. A uh, great episode for you today. Had a really fun conversation with uh, Devin Haltberg, longtime River Wolf player Devin Haltberg, as you'll come to find out, and uh, newcomer Dane Remringer. It was a fun conversation with those guys, and as always, you can hear that at the end of the podcast in the uh, Players Only segment. And before that, I'll just have a short little recap for you here, and then a lot to cover with Zach Surway as well. But uh, we go back to the beginning of this three-game road trip. And if you heard last week's episode, you heard me talk about uh, the difficulties of a back-to-back-to-back road trip with Coach Bailey. This is the second time over the course of the season that the uh, River Wolves have had to play three uh, away games on back-to-back-to-back nights. And it started with possibly the River Wolves' best game of the season over in Rochester. It was a 4-3 to three score. Rochester was leading with just one minute remaining in the third period. And then at that one-minute mark, Rochester would get one to uh, kind of make it look a little bit more deceiving on the scoreboard. But throughout the entirety of the game, it basically was a one-goal game uh, playing against one of the best teams in the entire NA3 the scoring was started by Alex Kelsall. He found the back of the net at the 931 mark, assisted by uh, Dane Remringer. And Dane has been all over the uh, assist column here lately, and I addressed that in my interview coming up with him in the uh, Players Only segment. And then uh, gold medalist for Team USA Hockey, Tyler Balserak, also in on the assist for that one. Rochester would uh, tie the game with six, at the 1630 mark of the first period, and then again, the River Wolves would start the scoring at the 440 mark of the second period as Blake Neudecker put one in, assisted by Jake Minch and Casey Couture. Also want to give a really big shout out to the man who scored that goal, Blake Neudecker, as uh, he was the lone amongst many deserving River Wolves, but he was the lone River Wolf to be chosen to the uh, NA3 Top Prospects Tournament. And uh, that tournament and more details will uh, still be coming out 
So I will get more information on that and share it with you as soon as possible. But a big congratulations to Blake Neudecker, going to get to represent the Wausau River Wolves at the Top Prospects Tournament coming up here uh, towards the end of the season. Rosters for that were just announced yesterday, so if you would like to see the full roster, I'm sure you can find it at the NA3HL website, but uh, you can also find the highlight video package on my Twitter, I retweeted it, or otherwise you can find that on the NA3HL Twitter uh, as well. Kind of gives a highlight of every single player selected and then gives you the end roster there. So cool little videos that the NA3 puts together. So nice to see that the Riverwolves on the board first in both the first and second period. Uh, Rochester would score two more in the second period and then come out and score first in the third period. But the River Wolves made it a game uh, just a minute after Rochester put uh, their fourth goal of the game up. So Rochester was leading 4-2 to at this point. One minute later, Mitch Adulski comes out, finds the back of the net, assisted by Hayden Miller and Raleigh Carlson. And uh, that made it 4-3 to with about five minutes remaining. And you thought maybe the River Wolves could force overtime. Maybe somehow they come out. Uh, of this game with a victory against uh, the Rochester team who has only won five or excuse me, has only lost five games all season long. But as we mentioned, it would not be as Porter Haney put one in at the 19 minute mark to make it a five to three game. Riverwolves were outshot by a total of 47 to 18, but uh, that just tells you how good of a game Tyler Klatt had. And also uh, shows you the Riverwolves' newfound ability to find the back of the net, even within uh, limited shots. They were able to net three goals on 18 shots. Not a bad conversion rate at all there. So uh, Riverwolves play a fantastic game. They lose in Rochester by a score of 5-3. to three. Then they had to hop on a bus, head down to Peoria, Illinois. Played well against Peoria on Saturday as well. Score didn't go quite their way. 5-1 uh, to one final score. The lone goal in this game coming from Tanner Escrow, assisted by Casey Couture and Sam Baker. So a lot of different uh, Riverwolves players involved in the scoring uh, over this road trip here. Wausau couldn't stay out of the box throughout the first period. So even though Wausau called for four different penalties in the first period, uh, Peoria was not able to find the back of the net until the second period when they would net three of their own goals and then uh, finish it up with two more in the third in goal for this game was Joseph LaForge, so uh, Coach Bailey deciding to give Klatt a night off after a fantastic per performance over in Rochester. Joseph LaForge made 38 saves on 43 shot attempts. And then, of course, the uh, toughest game of the weekend is always going to be that third and final game of the weekend. You've already played two games in the last about 36 hours. Uh, you got to turn around and get on the ice again at uh, about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and the River Wolves just not able to bring it. Peoria Mustangs uh, have a lot deeper bench. They have a very talented roster, guys uh, 1 through 20. Not that the River Wolves don't. They just have uh, more skaters than the River Wolves do and are able to rotate lines deeper. That'll catch up to you uh, when you are on the back end of a three-game road trip in three days. And catch up to them, it did, as the River Wolves uh, allowed five goals through the first period, or first two periods, and then five goals again in the third period alone, giving us a final score of 10 to nothing. So obviously, uh, talking to Coach Bailey over on YouTube, you can uh, check out my interview with Coach Bailey over at the Sun Holes on Sports YouTube, brand new interview that was just put up. Uh, he said, obviously, 
Sunday was disappointing. That's that's not the way you ever want to play. Uh, no matter if you've played three games in a row, five games in a row, whatever, there's no excuses for a 10 to nothing game. So Coach Bailey disappointed uh, in his team's performance on Sunday, but was thrilled with his performance on Friday and was happy with his performance on Saturday as well. River Wolves are playing some good hockey right now, starting to find their stride, starting to work together as a cohesive unit. And that's what they're going to need here coming up uh, on starting on Friday and then going into Saturday and then next Friday and then uh, another week off and then another home game on Friday. So sorry if that was a little bit confusing, but just to reiterate the next four home games, which will be taking place over a two week span are all going to be in Wausau. And on top of that, Wausau will take on the team who is in second to last place in the central division in the Milwaukee power. Milwaukee has only won, I think, about three games more than the Riverwolves all season long. And the Riverwolves play them three out of their next four games. So a huge opportunity here for the Riverwolves to uh, double their win total, uh, move out of that last place position in the central division, and possibly if they can find a way to uh, beat Rochester in there as well. Again, Rochester comes to Wausau for the one and only game next weekend. That'll be on Friday, February 7th. So if you can find a way to beat Rochester and string that in amongst a couple uh, Milwaukee victories, all of a sudden the Riverwolves uh, can put together their first three or four game win streak in the history of the organization. So a lot to look forward to there. Uh, I won't get too far into it as uh, we will address these games in next week's podcast as well. But we'll look at the uh, Milwaukee games coming up here this weekend. And uh, Milwaukee, of course, a familiar foe in the Central Division. They are currently sitting at 9-25 and on the season. So I guess they have six more wins than the Wausau River Wolves. Leading the Milwaukee Power in scoring is uh, Wesley Knutson. He's got 31 points. The ex-River Wolf, Garrett Alton, is in second place with 28 points. And I believe Garrett uh, was asked or was uh, called up to the NAHL. So I'm not even sure if he's going to be here in Wausau this weekend. Uh, Ryan Butt with 21 points and then Isaiah Hedberg with 18 points. And then it's a bit of a significant drop off after that. So Milwaukee does have some guys on the top of the end of the roster who can uh, find the back of the net. And uh, also like to move this puck around Garrett Alton. Uh, he plays forward, but he has 20 assists as opposed to nine or excuse me, eight goals on the season. So definitely not a, a pushover game is Milwaukee, but the Riverwolves beat them twice early on in the season. And uh, the Riverwolves weren't playing their best hockey last time they played the Milwaukee Power. They are playing a very good hockey now. And as you can uh, hear Coach Bailey say, if you go check out that uh, interview with him over on Sentholes on Sports YouTube, you can say you can hear him say, you know, it's kind of late in the season to be hitting a turning point, but that's exactly what we're doing. We're hitting a turning point. We're playing good hockey. We're playing as a team. We're playing with confidence, and the guys are sick of losing. So you put all those things into a, a one big mix pot, and who knows, you might uh, come up with a butt whooping for Milwaukee here this weekend. And uh, we expect a good crowd on hand here on the Friday night game as well as the Saturday night game. The Friday night game is $2 beer night, which I will get into in more detail with Zach Surway coming up in just a minute. Saturday is the Triggs Saving Pack night. So come on out on Friday, uh, enjoy yourself a couple cheap beers, and then come back, bring the family, invite some friends, whoever, uh, for that saving Triggs Saving Pack night on Saturday. 
So once again, just want to say thank you for being with us over the course of this season and the first 10 episodes of Inside the Den. I am uh, always happy to uh, be recording new episodes of Inside the Den. It's a great opportunity to uh, get to know these guys a little better, get some experience in the uh, podcasting world, and of course, remind you great fans of all that we have going on here in the Wausau River Wolves organization. Don't forget, you can find us on any and all podcasting platforms now. Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, TuneIn Radio app, and actually many, many more. Just uh, search Inside the Den Podcast. Feel free to subscribe and share us around. We would uh, greatly, greatly appreciate that as we still have uh, probably a good four to six episodes coming up before we hit the off season. So it's been a great season one here of Inside the Den podcast, and we hope to bring you uh, many, many more episodes before the conclusion of this season. We also hope to uh, see you down at the Marathon County Ice Arena to enjoy some $2 beers and hopefully a River Wolves victory with us here this weekend at the Marathon County Ice Arena. We've got Zach Surway coming up for you, and then after that, our players-only segment, really fun interview, as mentioned at the top of this podcast. It is Devin Holtberg and Dane Remringer, all that and more. Thanks for being inside the den with us. You can follow me at Senholes on Sport on Twitter. Check out all my uh, interviews and much more over at Senholes on Sports on YouTube. And of course, keep up with the River Wolves on any of your favorite social medias by searching Wausau R Wolves. Thanks for being inside the den. We're back right after this. Don't miss a minute of River Wolves hockey this season. Catch all the games streaming live online at HockeyTV.com. And welcome back inside the den. I am here with Director of Business Operations for the Wausau River Wolves, Zach Surway. And uh, we have one of the best events of the entire season for you. Have not uh, had this event since, I believe, November, but it is back. It is $2 Beer Night presented by Budweiser. And as a reminder, it starts at 6.45, so you can get here nice and early. Uh, as soon as the doors open, you are eligible to get those uh, $2 beers. Zach, could you tell us a little bit more about uh, our $2 beer night, as well as the promotions in February starting the very next night? Yeah, so we actually haven't had a $2 beer night all the way back. I think it was November 15th, uh, so it's been a, been a long time, all the way back before Thanksgiving. So... Definitely want to take advantage of the the $2 beer night uh, this coming Friday night. And as you mentioned, the game itself is at 7.30 versus uh, Milwaukee. Uh, But you can take advantage of the $2 beer starting as early as when the doors open at 6.45. And the $2 beers run through all the way um, until 10 minutes remaining in the third period. So uh, you got a good amount of time to, to, to take advantage of that special uh, here on Friday night, and as always, uh, fans, they can get their tickets at com. Just click on the tickets tab, and they can get their tickets right there online to reserve the seat. Tickets have been going really fast um, for that game and for Saturday night's game, which is our second Trig Savings Pack night. So what folks can get is uh, there's two different packages, one an adult and then one of a, a student package. So the adult package is... Two adult tickets, two hot dogs, and two beers uh, for just $25. Uh, and the student package then is two tickets, two hot dogs, and two sodas for $12. So fans are saving uh, $5 off the full retail uh, price 
for each of those packages. So it's a good opportunity to uh, save some money um, on Saturday night and enjoy some $2 beers on Friday. And if you come to both games, I mean, you can uh, treat yourself to an extra two beers on Friday because you know you're going to be saving $5 the next night. So uh, these two activities, these two promo nights go hand in hand. Uh, so, again, come on down and check out uh, what the River Wolves have to offer here at the Marathon County Ice Arena as they will be taking on the Milwaukee Power for a back-to-back game set. And uh, the, the feeling here, the talk around the building, is that it's going to be a, a fantastic hockey game, but we all believe the River Wolves are going to come out of uh, the games with a victory here this weekend, so you're going to want to be here. On. I'm going to call the shot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's a guaranteed win Friday night, two-hour beer night. Crowd will be banging on the glass, and I think we're going to get one done. There you go. It is a guarantee from uh, our director of business operations, Zach Surway. And uh, $2 beer, guaranteed win. If you're not here at the Marathon County Ice Arena on Friday, I just I don't know what else I can say to help you. Yeah, I mean, uh, especially this time of year, you're kind of, um, you know, in the middle of dog, day, dog days of, of winter, essentially, it seems like the sun hasn't been out for for months. And, you know, people are always looking for something to do. And you have a perfect opportunity this weekend. Uh, to get out of the house and uh, do something fun uh, here at Marathon uh, Park Ice Arena. And obviously it is a Super Bowl weekend, but uh, we don't have anything going on Sunday here, so start your uh, start your awesome weekend of sports here with the Wausau River Wolves. You can take in some uh, hockey on Friday night, hockey on Saturday night, and then uh, whatever your Super Bowl plans are on Sunday. But then uh, the next weekend, we'll be right back here on Friday, February 14th. That is Valentine's Day. And Zach, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, special activities going on on Valentine's Day night here? Yeah, so that's a real special promotion. Um, It's our Teddy Bear Bear Toss game presented by Culver. So when the River will score uh, our first goal that night, all fans will be able to chuck a... Um, gently used or, or new um, stuffed animal onto the ice to benefit kids here in north central Wisconsin. Uh, we partnered with the Salvation Army uh, here in the area to uh, to get all those animals up to them so that they can distribute them to, to kids in need. So it's a really special promotion. It's a, a good visual as as well so that you'll be able to see from the, uh, the press box and it's uh, all benefiting uh, you know kids in need. And hopefully that Teddy's Bear toss will come uh, early on in the first period as uh, we can only hope the River Wolves get that one out of the way early. So uh, make sure you get here in plenty of time. You don't want to miss yeah, the exactly. uh, Teddy Bear toss. Yeah, like you mentioned, make sure you're in your seats early because last year it actually happened within about a minute uh, 30 into the game and some fans were still making their way uh, through the doors. So get your seats early. It's uh, The other part of the promotion that's really cool with the Teddy Bear toss is you'll get people – They'll be a little bit more into the game rather than just casually watching because they're waiting in anticipation for that goal to happen. Uh, So that's the other unique part that I always really liked about the teddy bear toss is you get people a little bit more into the game versus just kind of casually talking to their um, family and friends around them uh, at the game that night. 
All right, so there you have it. And uh, if the Riverwoods do score early and you enjoyed that uh, tossing motion of the teddy bear, you can uh, head right out to the lobby, grab yourself a chuck-a-puck, and have the ability to uh, toss something else onto the ice following the second period. So uh, lots of opportunities to throw different objects on the ice here on Friday, February 14th. Yep, and we we won't even call the Wausau PD. So uh, <laughs> you throw some things on the ice uh, that game, and uh, you'll walk, walk out of the, the arena free, a free man or woman. There you go, and you can enjoy the rest of your uh, Valentine's night with your uh, significant other after enjoying, uh, hopefully, a Riverwoods victory here uh, at the Marathon County Ice Arena. So lots of fun activities coming up. Again, $2 beer night, trick saving pack night, and teddy bear toss. Uh, Even more happening later on in the month of February that we will touch on uh, in the coming weeks. But again, as always, you can uh, find the promo schedule. You can buy tickets, uh, any information that you need regarding the Riverwoods over at riverwolveshockey.com, or you can contact the Riverwolves front office. Uh, anything else? That should be it. Looking forward to having everyone out here uh, the next couple games. All right. And that is Director of Business Operations for the Riverwolves, Zach Surway. And we'll be right back with uh, my conversation. Two brand new guests inside the den this week. It is uh, number 19 forward Dane Remringer and number 23 defenseman Devin Holtberg. And we're back with that players-only segment right after this. The Wausau River Wolves, Culver's, and the Salvation Army of Wausau have partnered together for a special night on February 14th. All fans are encouraged to bring a new or gently used teddy bear to the game, and when the River Wolves score their first goal of the game, fans then throw their teddy bears onto the ice to benefit kids in north-central Wisconsin. Don't miss this unique promotion. Get your tickets online at riverwolveshockey.com. All right, and welcome back inside the den for this week's Players Only. It's the first week, uh, probably since right before Christmas, that we've just had a uh, regular sit-down interview with two guys we never talked to before. This week is number 19 uh, forward Dane Remringer and number 23 defenseman Devin Haltberg. Boys, uh, thanks for joining me. How are both of you two doing this morning? I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty good. All right, good, good. That's a uh, that's that's a good foot to start off on. So we'll just uh, kind of go all the way back. Uh, been asking most of the guys on your team this year just a little bit about your hockey history. How did you get into playing hockey? Where did you play uh, growing up? How did you end up uh, here with the River Wolves? So I guess Dane, we can start with you. I know you're from Monticello, correct? Yes. All right, so uh, you're from Minnesota, the state of hockey. So how did you get into playing hockey? Did you have some family members who put you in? Have you been playing since you were a little kid? Just kind of give us your background here. Uh, my brothers actually all grew up playing basketball. Oh, okay. And you're then, black sheep a little bit. Yeah, my dad went to the state tournament with his friends one year, and he was like, my kid's going to play hockey. So he put me in hockey when I was like four. And we lived in Breezy Point, so I grew up with Casey Couture, Jaden Benzik, like all those guys. Okay. And I've just been playing since I was so you do have a, a connection to a lot of these guys on the team. I thought maybe you're listed cities from Monticello, I yep. believe. So you have some history with Clat as well. Did you yeah, play with I moved to Monticello sixth grade and then played with Clat. And um, how far away are those two cities? Two hours. Oh, okay. So actually, a lot of these guys may be a little bit familiar with each other, even though you don't live all that close, but you probably grow up playing against each other and stuff. So dad puts you in hockey, four years old. Did you just play for, like, your regular teams all the way growing up? Did you play uh, AAA hockey, anything like that? Yeah, I played AAA hockey uh, for the Lakers with Casey and a bunch of other guys. And then I played Bauer Supreme 
that's not it. For sure. AAA. And so are those guys the ones that eventually recruited you here yeah. to the River Wolves? Yep. Nice, nice. So this is your first year with the River Wolves. Uh, Devin, this is your second year. You've been here since last year. Uh, I know you suffered a bit of an injury. Was that preseason or when was that injury from? Because we didn't see you until about the midway mark of the season, right? It was like the second week that we had games of the season. And then, yeah, I got injured and injured for three months, which was so fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? Just waiting for it. Those nagging injuries are no fun either. And you don't want to, like, uh, it's fine line between like pushing yourself because you want to get back but also you don't want to re-injure yourself and then cost yourself the whole season so a happier back uh, obviously stepping in and helping out this d group mm-hmm. happy um, to be back, so. <laughs> yeah happy to be back as well uh so tell us a little bit about your about your history you are from illinois correct correct uh i'm from a small town called gilbert's uh i got into hockey when i was like nine like my whole entire family's played hockey uh hockey family so um yeah, I started when I was nine. Uh, um, usually, I just uh, played for one team about uh, until I was about a bantam. Then I uh, played high school for a couple of years. Then uh, I moved to a different team again. Wasn't really liking the high school there. Uh, then in my high school junior year, I went to a different team. And then my senior year, I got an uh, email from the head coach of the River Wolves, um, telling them that, you know, we're looking for kids for a main camp, and, you know, I told them I was interested, you know, so I, and all and, started from there. And last year, that would have been Tom that emailed you, is that, um, or was it Coach Bailey? Uh, it wasn't Bailey, it was uh, Tim, Tim Brownell. Okay, but, uh, okay. Yeah, so I I started playing when the River Wolves were first team. Oh, so you've been you've been here for three years yeah, actually. Quite some okay. time, yeah. <laughs> this is only my second year working for the organization, so you're here. You were here before me, yeah. even. Um, <laughs> so three years of eligibility, I believe, is all you get in the NA three. No. No, I started when I was a senior, so I got that extra year. Okay, so it's all the way up through like 20, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess I need to brush up on my uh, NA three <laughs> restrictions here, but uh, so you've been with. The River was for three years. Perfect. So I can ask you a couple questions that I haven't really been able to ask too many of the guys on this team. Like, um, And we'll get back to hockey stuff later on. But what is, I guess, the number one thing as an organization you have seen uh, between the River Wolves' first year and the River Wolves' third year? And now as we sit here, um, obviously the, the size of the impact in the community has grown uh, as far as sponsorships, people showing up to the game and stuff like that. But I guess from a player's side, player's perspective, uh, what has this organization offered to you or what have you seen out of the River Wolves that has uh, changed or made you better over the last three years? Um, honestly, it just opened my eyes up to like how you know life really is. You know, um, It's a life-changing experience to be here. Um, <clears throat> really, it's, you know, each year had its ups and downs, obviously. Uh, definitely uh, Terry and Duncan are doing a good job at that. You know, they're doing their best. Uh, um, sorry, I get caught up here. It's like my first time doing no, this. No, it's okay. It's okay, man. That's the, <laughs> this is the point of the podcast, kind of just like talk and, 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 you know, get to know you guys a little bit better, get to know your thoughts. And uh, it is it is a lot to think about three years of, you know, uh, is, is a lot to kind of keep track in your head. So, uh, ex- experience, 
Uh, you've seen you've seen the uh, team kind of grow both on the ice and uh, as far as like I said uh, sponsorships and things like that. But what about you, your uh, host family? Have you lived with the same host family the whole no, time, or how has that worked? Different every year for me. Um, first year, I stayed with Trini Polkinen. She's uh, having difficulties with right now, um, so she couldn't build it anymore. Uh, second year, uh, I lived way out, like in uh, what was it? Um, Hatley, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Hatley's a bit of a drive. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this year, um, you know, it's, I'd say it's probably a better year for me, honestly. And who's your roommate this year? Uh, Joseph LaForge. LaForge. Yeah. Okay, that's a good roommate. It's a good roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, that does kind of speak volumes about, again, the impact that this River Wolves team has had on the community. The fact that you've been able to um, move around to three different households and there's that many people that are on the list that are like yeah we'll definitely we'll take in these players you know we want to host them and stuff so that just speaks again to the willingness uh, and the impact that that this team has had on the community um, Dan we'll go we'll go back a, a bit and get back into the hockey stuff again um, were, were you planning on playing uh, junior hockey I know that you you said you talked to all these guys you were friends with all these guys growing up um, did you have plans to come here after high school, or did you think you were going to go down another path, like just go to school? Or uh, I guess how did you end up here? Besides just being recruited by your friends, like what made you decide to come play in the NA three? Um, well, I signed to a team like after my junior year, and then that team folded. Okay. So I had to quickly sign to another team because it was at the end of my senior year I found out they folded. So I was like, oh no, I need to find a team. Sure. So. I played in Boston for a little bit, and I wasn't enjoying it. And then Jaden texted me and was like, come to Wausau. And I did, basically. <laughs> and this is a little bit, obviously, more like your hometown where you grew up. You know, you're from Minnesota, yeah. moving out to Boston. That's a bigger move. That's a bigger mm-hmm. transition. Uh, so it kind of feels more homey to be here in Wausau. Oh, yeah. It's the people, Everybody, everybody's great. Like, no matter where I go, it's always like, hey, how are you? Like... Minnesota type feel. Sure. And we're in Wisconsin. It's weird. And you get to have that close knit like kind of bond with uh, fans. Get to know people a little bit more. For example, uh, the Riverwolves have their poster signing night, their skate with the Riverwolves events. Yep. Have either of you guys uh, ever had the chance to do something like that in other in other places, or was that kind of a first here with the Riverwolves? Uh, it was a first for me with the Riverwolves, but in high school, like we did like skate with the Moose, like once. Sure. But it's wasn't the same as like a junior hockey team. Devin, something that I've noticed about, uh, and you may have been the odd man out here, so you might ruin the statistic. <laughs> but something I noticed uh, a couple months ago was all of the defensemen on your team are right-handed defensemen. Are you a right-handed defenseman? Yep. All right. So all of you guys <laughs> are righties, and I know Coach Bailey always laughs when I bring this up. But I mean, how? How can I not? I, I've literally never seen a hockey team with like six or seven only right-handed defensemen on them before. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, so uh, how do you guys deal with that? I got kind of a similar answer from the from the uh, previous guys, but I want to see how you kind of deal with uh, who's going to play right side, who's going to play left side. Does it even really matter to you guys? You just go with the flow, or how do you figure that out? Um, usually we just go with the flow. Um, I mean, obviously it doesn't really matter where we're going, obviously, but it's uh, – Usually, we just go to a side. We usually ask, like, hey, what side do you want? You know, uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's a little weird at first. We're like, this is going to be uh, 
not very good, not yeah. very fun. <laughs> I'm sure at the beginning of the season, you guys were all kind of looking at each other like, okay. Yeah. Well, like, righty, righty, yeah. righty, righty. Oh, that's great. There's got to be one. That's just crazy. Like, there's so many lefties in hockey, and mm-hmm. not one of you guys is, is, is a lefty. Place. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, that's just kind of funny. Um, Dane, you've been active uh, on the score sheet lately in the assist column. You've been seeing the ice differently lately, or what's been – you just been able to get the puck to your guys, or what's been different? Uh, I've just been being the defenseman. And they've been shooting it, and Kelsall's been getting dirty rebounds, so yeah. it never works. Kelsall's been, he's been on a pretty hot streak lately, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. Uh, that leads perfectly into, you guys uh, have averaged, I think, a little bit of, about one goal a game throughout the course of the season. You go into Rochester, and you score three times. It was 4-3 to three with one minute remaining uh, this last weekend. I guess kind of the same general question, but uh, are you guys just, do you, do you feel differently? Like, do you feel that the ice is just more open to you? You're moving the puck better? Or, like, where are these goals coming from? Where's the offense coming from when that was a big struggle early on in the season? I think we're all just more, like, bonding, like, outside of hockey. And that's a big part of it. For, I think everybody's just being, like, hanging out, doing everything together. And it's chemistry is completely in, very important. And one of the ways that you obviously will build chemistry is by spending uh, all that time on the road that you guys spend together this last weekend, back-to-back-to-back games, all on the road. So obviously a lot of time in the bus, a lot of time in hotel rooms together, uh, I can assume. So that is going to do nothing except uh, make you stronger and better your chemistry as a team. Kind of talk me through uh, what those back-to-back-to-back weekends look like. You get on the bus, you head to Rochester, you play your hearts out, end up losing that game 5-3, to then you got to... Did you spend the night in Rochester? Did you go to Peoria right away? I guess, uh, Devin, we can talk to you about this one. But just kind of what do those three games, three game weekends look like? And uh, how many of you end up in a hotel room together? How do, you, how do you decide who's going in the hotel room? Is that one on Coach Bailey? Just kind of walk me through these uh, weekends here. Uh, usually the rooms are on, you know, Coach Bailey. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, that situation's on him. Uh, but the games that... Uh, we stayed overnight at uh, after Rochester. Um, Rochester. Yeah, in Rochester. Uh, Do you guys have any time for like team activities, or is it pretty much just focused on just hockey? Like, it's hockey, hockey, hockey all weekend. Like, we you don't get much free time, obviously. Like after the game on Saturday, you had to turn around and be right back at the rink for a one fifteen puck drop on Sunday. So uh, I doubt you're out like running around do, doing too much, wasting too much energy. But what do you guys do as a team? Uh, during that little bit of downtime, um, usually a lot of lot of, lot of, lot chill, of chill. Uh, in the locker room, not the locker room, the hotel rooms. Uh, sometimes we'll either go for like a team walk or something, go get some food or something. Uh, yeah, mostly we're in the hotel, just you know, relax, preparing, relaxing for the game. And who's usually responsible for bringing the game system? Couture. Casey. Yeah, Casey. Yeah. Are we talking PlayStation, Xbox? Xbox. Xbox. NHL 20, I would hope. Oh, yeah. All right, good, good. <laughs> and uh, who is the best Chell player on the team? Casey. Uh, oh, Dan seems to think otherwise. What do you, wh- who do you think it is? Casey was... Blake smoked Casey when they went to St. Louis. Or Springfield. He did, Blake beat Casey 6-1. to one. Oh, 6-1? to one. Yeah, Casey this weekend Casey was on the was just, Yeah, killing everybody like 13-3. All right. Yeah. Of course, the man who brings the game system is it thirteen three. That's impressive. Yeah. Like, I, that, wow. that was at halfway through the second period too. 
So they kind of just mercy ruled them. Yep. Just that was it. It's like after ten, you're done. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Move on. Let, let another guy have a shot. Well, and Blake and Casey, they grew up knowing each other. Is that correct? Or they're no. from different? Oh, okay, okay. I, I'm getting. Um, uh, I I talk to all you guys. I get sometimes I get the backgrounds mixed up. But anyways, uh, so I'll have to ask him next time he's in here. Uh, Casey Couture, best player, best NHL player on the team. Um. Well, thanks for being here with us uh, 15 minutes already. So this was a, a nice conversation with you guys. What are your personal goals for the rest of the season? As we kind of approach, obviously, the end of the season here, you have three out of your, your next four games here are against Milwaukee, and all of them are at home. You guys have victories over Milwaukee earlier on in this season. Uh, what are your personal goals here and then team goals heading down the stretch? We can start with you, Devin. Hmm. Personal goal is I want to beat Rochester. That's mine because I'm sick of going there and getting beat by them, and then just all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just my top goal. I, I hate those guys. Yeah, <laughs> I want to beat them so bad. They they seem to always usually have some words for you guys oh, too. Yeah. As they're I, my broadcast position is directly above the two penalty boxes, so as both teams make their way back to the bench, I can pretty much hear <laughs> everything that's said on the ice. And Rochester, definitely one of those teams that likes to talk. And it's not, obviously it's not that they aren't deserving of it. They're one of the best best teams in the NA3, but beating them would feel just amazing, exactly. I can only imagine. So, yeah, shove it right back in their face. Right back in their game. face, yeah. And all it takes is one game, you know. Uh, you just got to beat them one time. That, mm-hmm. That's all it takes. So hopefully that does happen here at some point throughout the remainder of the season. Uh, Dane, what about you? Besides for keeping those assists going, uh, what are you looking forward to the rest of the season? Yeah. Beating Rochester would be huge. I think just as a team, it would send our confidence to the roof. And we've been playing with confidence. So that's why Friday night against Rochester was so close. Sure. Like everything, we've just been working. And that's probably the team that, at least to me, it seems like you guys have played Rochester the most this year. Mm-hmm. Like It's like every other weekend you're like, <laughs> oh, you're playing the Grizzlies again? Like. <laughs> Uh, luck of the draw, I guess. But the funny thing is, too, that just last year, like the Grizzlies, I think you might have played them one time. They weren't even in the, in the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you not even play them at all? No, didn't didn't play them at all, according to Coach Bailey. So all of a sudden, then they hop into this division this year and they become your rivals right away. So it's just kind of funny how, how those things work. Uh, but anyway, thanks again, guys, for being here. The next four Riverwolves games are at home. So come on down. Uh, watch Dane and Devin and the rest of the Riverwolves in action here uh, while you still have your chance in the 2019-2020 season. So one final time that is uh, number 19 forward Dane Remringer and number 23 defenseman Devin Hultberg. Uh, Thanks boys and we'll probably talk to you again sometime before the end of the season. And good luck with Chell in the future. Go get Casey. (laughs) Thanks boys. Thanks for having us. Whether it's an employee outing, youth hockey group, school group, birthday celebration, or customer appreciation night, bring your group together and share in the excitement of River Wolves hockey. Take advantage of our group ticket packages today. Be the office hero and book your group outing with the River Wolves. For more information on group nights, visit riverwolveshockey.com.